Hello, Monetization Nation. How much money have you lost in a day? After this intro, I'm going to tell you how I lost $11 million in one day and some secrets that I learned that helped me to become a better digital monetizer. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. In the spring of 2000, I was a 25-year-old CEO of a publicly traded SaaS or software as a service company. My beautiful wife, Crystal, and I had been married for about 16 months. We'd bought our first home and she was pregnant with our first daughter. In just five years, between 1995 and 2000, the NASDAQ had skyrocketed. The NASDAQ peaked at 5,048 on March 10th, 2000 and by October 4th, 2002, had plummeted by 76% to only 1,139. By the end of 2001, most dot-com stocks had gone bust. When the dot-com bubble burst, my company had not yet reached profitability and was dependent upon investors who were funding our software development and marketing. I painfully remember losing $11 million in a single day on the stock market, all for my ownership in that company. When the dot-com bubble burst, investors stopped almost all of their investments in internet companies. After all of our investment dried up, our investors and I lost the company. I feel horrible for our investors who trusted me and lost their investments, the great team who lost their jobs, and the hardships that resulted for their families. The next year, I focused on growing a horribly unprofitable internet business. I only earned about $11,000 for the entire year, or about 1% of what I had lost in a single day the previous year. My family survived in part because of generosity of others, such as my sweet mother-in-law, Larie Ullery, who regularly brought us groceries and diapers for our new baby girl. When our daughter was only a couple of weeks old, a key employee quit. This was understandable because of our tenuous financial situation but we didn't have the funds to hire a replacement. My wife, Crystal, stepped into that role and then another role and did an amazing job at everything she touched. She worked more than two years bringing our daughter with her to work each day without being paid anything to help us get back on our feet. Our oldest daughter spent the first two years of her life coming into the office. As soon as she learned to walk, she began going from office to office, pushing the off buttons on everyone's tower computers that were sitting on the ground. She was delighted at how quickly this got our attention. We finally got smart and started taping business cards over the buttons. The first secret that I learned from this catastrophic experience was to be insanely focused on monetization. During the time leading up to the dot-com bubble, I was doing a lot of good things that an entrepreneur should do such as working with press releases and the media, raising money and managing relationships with investors, finding and operating an office space, dealing with HR issues, etc. These are all important things. However, our unprofitable business was like an airplane on a runway. We were trying to get the acceleration we needed to take off, but the sudden dot-com bubble burst instantly shortened our runway. I had been so focused on good things that I didn't spend enough time focused on the most important thing monetization, getting us to profitability as fast as humanly possible. This experience seared into my soul that as an entrepreneur, my top priority is to be a heat-seeking missile aimed at monetization. 
When a business reaches sustainable profitability, it is no longer dependent on investors and to a great degree becomes master of its own destiny. When my business was not profitable, I did not have the luxury of being distracted by anything other than the top priority of monetization. If I had it to do over again, I would have locked myself in a room with my developers and we would not have come out until we had a software product that was completed, working great, and that our customers loved. This doesn't mean that other things like HR issues are not important. However, the best thing that entrepreneurs can do to provide stability for their team members is to focus on monetization and get their business to sustainable profitability. The second secret that I learned from losing this business is the irreplaceable role that a supportive spouse can play in the journey of successful entrepreneurs. Russell Brunson has said, you can only be as successful as your spouse allows you to be. That has definitely been true with me in my entrepreneurial journey. It would have been so easy after that failed business crisis for my wife, Crystal, to tell me we were done creating businesses and that she wanted me to take a more stable job. However, she has always been incredibly supportive through our entrepreneurial adventures. It has been a huge gift in our marriage to feel Crystal there for me during the hard times and not just the good times. She didn't turn on me during the crisis and criticize me for my failures. Instead, she rolled up her sleeves and did everything she could to help us solve the problems and demonstrated her faith in me. In my favorite movie, The Greatest Showman, Charity Barnum sings the song Tightrope, which is the anthem of the entrepreneurial spouse. Some people long for a life that is simple and bland, tied with a ribbon. Some people won't sail the sea because they're safer on land to follow what's written. But I'd follow you to the great unknown, off to a world we call our own, hand in my hand, and we promise to never let go. We're walking a tightrope. High in the sky, we can see the whole world down below. We're walking a tightrope. Never sure, never knowing how far we could fall, but it's all an adventure that comes with a breathtaking view. Walking the tightrope with you. I'm so grateful for my dear Crystal, for always holding my hand and catching me when I've started to fall off the entrepreneurial tightrope. She sacrificed so much and paid a heavy price for our entrepreneurial successes. None of this would have been possible without her. The third secret I learned from this situation was the immense power that tectonic shifts have to drive destruction and growth. Through my entrepreneurial journey, I have seen firsthand tectonic shifts that have transformed the business landscape. The Earth's crust is made of large tectonic plates. These plates sit against each other, but they are constantly moving. Underneath them is molten rock that makes up the Earth's mantle. It causes the tectonic plates to move and shift. These tectonic shifts are best known for causing massive destruction, such as earthquakes and volcanoes. However, tectonic shifts can also cause massive growth, such as mountain formation. Likewise, tectonic shifts in business can cause massive destruction and growth as well. At the start of my entrepreneurial journey, I had seen a huge tectonic shift from bricks and mortar business models to internet business models. I had been blessed with the opportunity to seize that tectonic shift, which resulted in the launch of my publicly traded company. However, I didn't focus on monetization enough and getting us to profitability fast enough to avoid the destructive power of the dot-com bubble burst. If I had focused everything on monetization, and been successful at reaching profitability before that dot-com bubble burst, then I may have mitigated the tectonic shift 
of that dot-com bubble bursting, and we may have been able to save the business. Over the past 23 years, I have gone through a journey to become a digital monetizer. I have been blessed to be part of many successful entrepreneurial ventures. I've seen the business world go through numerous tectonic shifts and have studied the eight major tectonic shifts we're in the middle of today. I'm writing a book to share some of the most important secrets and stories I've learned through this journey to become a digital monetizer. I invite you to join me in this journey to become a digital monetizer yourself by following the blog, YouTube channel, and podcast as I share stories and secrets from myself and other digital monetizers. Here's some of the top monetization secrets that stood out to me from today's episode. Number one, we should try to remove all the distractions possible and focus on monetization, striving to get our companies to profitability as quickly as possible. Number two, we should regularly express gratitude to our spouses and to God for our spouses for the sacrifices they make and important roles they play in our entrepreneurial journeys. They are far more important than anything we are trying to do in our monetization journey. We are embarking on our monetization journey so that we can provide well for the people we love and make a contribution for good in the world. Number three, we need to quickly identify, leverage, and protect our businesses from the tectonic shifts that are changing the business landscape around us. If we desire monetization we have never before achieved, we must leverage strategies we have never before implemented. I challenge each of us to pick one thing that has resonated with us from today's episode and schedule a time this week to implement it to help achieve our monetization goals. What have you learned from your biggest business crisis? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.